Guess who has a bard? It's season four of World Walkers. Hopscotch is a bard. On season four of World Walkers, with Layla, Harold, and Dyson, they'll stop the bad guys or die trying. Let's see what's in store on season four of World Walkers. What's up, everyone? I'm Pedro, the GM and creator of World Walkers, a weekly D&D podcast where four world-lost travelers are finally getting the answers they need. Hi, I'm Callie, and I'm playing Layla, the middle-aged elven druid who likes to stick her nose in everybody's business. Hi, I'm Jess. I play Hopscotch, a human bard that likes to party a little bit too much. Hi, I'm Frank. I'm playing Dyson Kyocho Belrock, a dwarf barbarian who's only good at fighting. Hi, my name is Wesley. I will be playing the goblin gunslinging ranger Harold, who looks to free the oppressed with stealth and guns. Before we start, I want to take a moment to talk about World Walker's Cog, the spin-off podcast about the steam-powered world of Cog most of season two took place in. In it, mismatched adventurers are fighting their way through cities, dwarven brotherhoods, and domineering kingdoms to save Sanctuary, the spiritual leader of the Forged. You can find the series on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else fine podcasts are spread. If you're already listening to COG, that's awesome, and I want to take a moment to thank you. If you've listened and you like what you hear, please spread the word and help us get the podcast out there. We really want to help more people enjoy the antics of Nova, Luca, Sabin, Haversack, and the rest of the group. And we can't do it without you. All right, so let's get back to World Walkers. Our world-lost travelers have survived the crashing of a reality, walked the streets of a city of dreams, and even met with the king of dreams himself. Now they've been asked to join the Dreamwalkers and discover the nature and purpose of the nightmares. But first, they must meet with another Dreamwalker so they can better understand more about the nature of the dreaming. Find out what happens in Season 4, Episode 10. Go ask Alice. Uh, Last we left off, you had spoken with the king of dreams. You had become a little bit acquainted let's say and you had accepted the idea of joining becoming part of the dreamwalkers hell yeah and with that he had left a doorway for you to walk through yes yeah i think that's where yeah that's where we're going go north through door (laughs) go west go west (laughs) go west should be the name of your cover band your your tribute band Wesley. (laughs) nice done yeah, you make your way through the uh, the doorway, and then once you walk into the room, it's like it takes a moment for the uh, the light to kind of uh, wash over and wait for the uh, your eyes to adjust. But the room you enter feels big enough when you first step in. It's about twenty feet on either side of you and forty feet forward. It's not until you see the ladder rungs on the walls and follow them up that you realize just how expansive the space really is. There's no ceiling. Instead, you see the walls extend 10 feet before they stop and the space opens up. How far, you're not sure. Platforms float at various heights in the space past the walls. Beyond that, you have no idea how far this room extends. The walls seem rather plain. Besides the ladder rungs, there's nothing to be found. They seem to be more canvas than walls, honestly. 
In the middle of the room stands a person, one that's not especially tall. She's roughly five foot six, with shoulder-length blonde hair. Her skin is pale and she stands patient, waiting for you. She wears leather armor, with daggers on either side of her. She holds herself with confidence, and already you can feel her assessing you. She has a steady gaze, and after a moment she seems satisfied. Now, there's no way that she would know you were coming, so either she was alerted somehow, or she reacts fast enough to the entrance. Who knows? But um, you all walk in, and I said after she kind of looks you up and down, she nods, and she has a, like I said, like a a patient, but kind of um, stern look, and she remains silent. Alice? That's me. Hi. Uh, Patch told me to come, uh, told us to meet with you. She just kind of nods. Uh, what is it you do? Well, I'm here to help you get ready. Apparently, you're trying to step into the role of Dreamwalker? Yeah. Yes. I just want to say that every time you talk about how big something is and you mention feet, I'm the first thing I think it was, oh god, we're going into a battle. Uh, the, <laughs> the room is two rounds wide. Uh, yeah. <laughs> four rooms across. <laughs> four rounds across. Um, do I still have duck feet? No. Okay, good. It's, it's just out of style at this point. Duck out feet. of style. <laughs> like so five minutes ago yeah yeah Yeah, so she kind of starts to walk the room a little bit like she kind of starts walking a few feet to the left and eventually she starts walking a few feet to the right and she says so how much do you know about what this is Mm, very little not a lot are you gonna make me go in a tree I think I think I'm only up for being birthed by a tree like once. Is is that what we're gonna base everything tree. off of if we're gonna go inside a tree? I'm just saying I'd like <laughs> to know up front what is going to happen. Because um, I'm. What's your policy on trees? Now? I'm probably at you know the the tree after birth limit. <laughs> <laughs> the tree after birth. No. Um, okay, cool. I'm just saying we kind of seen some weird shit. Although I I am here to train you. What shall that entail? Basically, you're here until I feel like you're ready to join the rest of the Dreamwalkers. Mm-hmm. All right. And how do we ready ourselves? Well, and then she pulls the daggers off her side. Oh. Going to involve making sure you can survive a fight. Is that necessary to attack us? <laughs> and just kind of stares, like stands there and assesses you again, and she says, "Do you believe that you'll be able to handle the nightmares and whatever else comes at you purely based off of your your drawl?" <laughs> well, I don't see why there can't be some possibility of some sort of. Is it just is this going to be a straight out fight, or are we doing? Is there an objective here? She's kind of not focusing you. She's focused on Layla. And she says, well, I'll tell you what. It's going to probably be a combination of combat prowess and I'm sure at some point social skills like talking. It seems like you've got talking down pat. Well, thank you. (laughs) (laughs) 
jeez. <laughs> oh, I feel like uh, Harold has been in this, like, teacher situation and knows to, like, you've got to do the, like, battle where you get your ass kicked to, kn- to like, really learn the ropes kind of thing. And so, yeah, at that point, you know, if she she wants to see how good we can fight, Harold's going to do as good as he can fight, and he would draw his weapon. And with that, she seems satisfied, and she kind of bends her knees a little bit, and she has her two daggers out. The blades are, like, if she was holding her fist out, they'd be pointing downward, and then she kind of takes a defensive stance. Okay, so this is happening. Oh. I pull out the spear. Yeah, my pike. And, uh, Harold would say, whenever you're ready. All right, let's roll initiative. All right, uh, Wes? 21. And Hopscotch? 16. And then Dyson? 15. Layla? 15. All right, yeah, so Alice is in that kind of defensive stance. And then, Harold, you are first. Uh, you know, grouping up is never a good move, so Harold would start to, like edge away from the group with there's ladders being on the side he's afraid she's just gonna start climbing ladders um, this will become a weird game of donkey kong <laughs> so he, he would say like circle her and he would like try to stay start taking a point he would also like respect what's happening here and so he would give it his all so yeah he would use it to do his planar warrior spin his barrel the cool sound effect there hold on i shouldn't make it <laughs> and 23. Oh, yeah, that hits. 14 damage. So that clips her in the side, and it looks like when you fire that shot, she's watching you intently, and it just feels like she's breaking down everything that you're doing. But you do get that shot off, and then are you running to a ladder, you said, or no? Yeah, so I, I'm thinking that in the dream world, she's either... She's probably going to get up, so either I'm going to need to use the ladder, or she's gonna, or she wants to use it to her advantage in some capacity. So, stopping her or getting close to one is like my goal there. So. After that, it is Hopscotch's turn. So, uh, Hopscotch is uh, looking at Alice, looking her up and down, trying to act like he uh, is serious. Not really succeeding, probably, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Hopscotch is going to cast a hideous laughter. Oh, look at little Alice! And then I start like dancing, like do 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 do. Okay, and then I'm then I I'm like I'm casting hideous laughter. I don't know. This <laughs> is. So she's, I'm good. She, <laughs> she's trying to figure out where that music comes from because you don't have any instruments, right? I have a lute. Oh, because you're playing, you're playing that on the lute. <laughs> sure. So she kind of stares forward, and she doesn't. It must not have had any effect because she's not laughing, and she seems briefly befuddled. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> She doesn't really know what to do, but she's okay. After that is Dyson. Alright, I'm going to Reckless Attacker. 19. Yep, that's it. Fucking rock and roll. And that's uh, 13 damage. And then I get Polearm Strike. 
And then that's another uh, 19 to hit. Yep. For seven more damage. So uh, 20 damage altogether. All right. Yeah. So kind of rush forward and just, I wouldn't say blindly, but you rush forward and you, you leave yourself open so that you can be as aggressive as possible in your attack. And you're able to crash your weapon into her twice. And then what do you do after that? I'll just stay up on her. Layla. Okay, um, so she doesn't, she still doesn't really want to, like, get up in there or anything. So, uh, I want to cast, uh, Entangle, but I want to try to, like, focus it so it's more behind so it doesn't get Dyson in there. Yep, so you watch as the roots kind of burst out of the ground, but they don't have any effect on the ground itself. And as it starts to wrap around her, she starts, you can see she just suddenly starts fighting it all off and breaks free of it. Ah! And I'll cast a shillelagh. And she's staying put where she's at right now. So then it's uh, round two. And first things first, um, Alice, you can see that she's kind of assessing the situation. And as she looks around, she seems to focus on Harold. And so you watch as she takes her dagger and she kind of spins it in her hand real quick. And then she hurls it, not precisely at Harold, but at Harold's weapon. <laughs> That's badass. So I need you to make a strength athletics or dexterity acrobatics check your choice. Dexterity it is. Uh, 19. You almost hold on to your weapon. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then... You watch as your firearm hits the ground, and then she takes her other dagger and throws it as fast as she can, and she knocks the weapon away from you. It kind of goes and starts skittering across the ground. And then after that, you can watch as she fights the roots and then moves out of their range, and then that means Dyson gets an attack if he wants it. I, I do want it. She fell for my perfect con of letting Dyson <laughs> kill her. <laughs> Ooh, 23 to hit. 23 is a hit. For 13 more damage. Yep, and so you kind of slash into her again, and she tries to roll out of the way, but you're too quick, and she takes that as well. And then, yeah, she rolls off to the side, and then she puts her hands kind of like, almost like she's folding her arms, and when she pulls them back, she has her daggers again. Not new daggers. The daggers are not on the floor anymore. And she just suddenly has them again. Nice. And then after that, Harold? Uh, how far away is my weapon? It's about 10 feet away. I would, like, jump over there and, like, as I grab it, shoot as I come back down. <laughs> yep. I do the little spinny thing again. So she's my planar warrior. 24. That's a hit. 15 damage. Yeah, so he watches it. It clips her in the leg this time, and you've got your weapon back, and you're back up on your feet. If uh, if we make eye contact, I kind of give her a nod, like, good show. So, with that, it's Hopscotch's turn. I'm going to look at, at Alice, like, really tight, you know, like, squint my eyes, like, <laughs> wish I had a goatee. <laughs> I think this would go better. Um... <laughs> And I am going to cast Thunder Wave. Does everybody else have to make saves too? No one else is by you. Wait, no, Layla is. Oh, yeah. 
I was gonna say, I think I am. All right, so I'm Layla cool and Alice. Oh, oh, cool. <laughs> Did you say you're cool with that? <laughs> yeah, you already cast it, so luckily you've already made amends with it. Um. Okay, that's okay. That's a 19 to save. Are you prepared to rock? Too bad. So I have my arms out. Do I start like shaking like, I don't know what I'm doing, but I hope this looks cool. (laughs) (laughs) 13. Nice. Yep. So she did fail her saving throw. So you watch as the thunder kind of rumbles and blasts forth. And luckily, Layla only takes uh, half damage from that. Right here. Yeah, and <laughs> Alice tumbles back and then she kind of catches herself and she's kind of like low to the ground, kind of almost like um, like at any moment she could spring forward. Dyson. I'm going to move up, like follow her movements and then just try and be there when she lands and then pike her. It does not. Okay. All right. And then after that is Layla. Well, I mean, Layla's a little more frustrated now that she got fucking hit by hopscotch. So she's feeling a little more in it, I guess. I guess she'll go up to her and try to give her a good whack. Okay, uh, that's a 21 to hit. So that's eight damage. Yeah, she just kind of rushed forward and just conquered the head. Yep. You asked for this! <laughs> this is what you wanted. It is a new round. It's Alice's turn. And so she kind of uh, stares at you for a second. She assesses and she thinks she's she's going to be okay. And she makes a move for the ladder. All right, so I'm trying to be up on her face with a miss. No, it does not hit. Like, she seems like she's able to uh, move a little faster. Like, she anticipates your attack. And she's taken off. It's like, damn. Layla, you doing anything? Yeah, I, I missed. So you both take a swing, and it's almost like she dodges in between your two attacks. Nice. And she kind of tumbles forward, and then she starts climbing uh, hand over hand up the ladder. Uh, Harold? Uh, well, you know what? Uh, there's an easy way down, and there's a hard way down, and I'm hoping she's not going to have to take the hard way down, but he's going to take a shot, and then he will run and try to grab and start climbing up a ladder as well. So 13. You fire off a shot, but she's scrambling up the ladder as fast as she can. Then uh, Harold starts climbing the ladder that's closest to him as well. Hopscotch. Um, so does Layla have damage? Yeah. Okay, I'm going to cast Cure Wounds on Layla. 16. Oh, did you cast a second level? Oh, shit. I didn't need that much. All right. I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have it. Oh, shit. I guess I do have a first level. You know what? That's how much I like you. <laughs> oh, 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 thank you. Yep. So uh, you watch as Hopscotch rushes into battle. And then do you just touch her or do you... Is it hugs? What does it look like? I, 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 I give her a hug. Obviously, if, you know, if she oh, consents yeah, to one, I don't want to impose. Um... Oh, well, I mean, I'm, and you'd be like, all I'm saying, Layla, is nobody gets to make fun of the way you talk. Oh. Thank you. That's that's very kind of you. Yep. So after a tender moment on the battlefield, the turn goes to Dyson. How far up is she? She's only made it up like ten feet. Oh, can I still hit her then? Yeah. yeah. If you have a weapon with a ten foot reach, I do. I know. <laughs> um, I'm gonna rage. <laughs> Ooh, high score. 23 to hit. 
plus six to uh, damage now. Good thing I rolled a one. So seven damage. <laughs> and then the butt, or the, I keep saying the butt, but you know what I mean? The, the, other, the, the, the blunt end of my sphere gets uh, nine damage. So seven plus nine is 16 damage. Nice. All right. So, yeah, both of those uh, attacks, they actually really did surprise her. And she looks down and she's kind of assessing you again. The plumage is vibrating. Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Layla? Turn into a bird and poop on her. I can't be a bird yet. It's a flying creature, man. But, uh, you know, I can turn into <laughs> I can climb ladders. A baboon. A baboon. Oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Fuck it. I'm a baboon, bitches. Wesley's laugh sounded like a baboon. I know. <laughs> All right, y'all yeah, will be a fucking baboon. All right, so yeah, you you start running, and then as you run, you just shift in the form of a baboon, and now you're baboon running. <laughs> yeah, she she saw that she needed she she needed to climb and. Her, her weak old lady arms couldn't do it. So, <laughs> she, so she runs for not her ladder, but like, what's the next ladder down? Well, there's one to the right that's only 20 feet away as well. Yeah, I'll go for that. I'll go for just like a close-ish one that's not her ladder All and right. start climbing. Okay. Yep. So you, yeah, baboon up the uh, ladder. <laughs> what's your travel speed as a baboon? Uh, 30 feet, and I have a 30 climb feet, or 30, 30 foot climb speed. Harold thinks you've gotten really into the dream world spirit, and is really <laughs> impressed. <laughs> <Just> like... <laughs> yep, so Alice, holding on to uh, the rung with one hand, she leans back, and <laughs> she starts throwing daggers at uh, Harold. Wait. Can I do a reaction? Wait, I'm queuing. Wait till, yeah, wait till you done chewing. <laughs> 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 I have a real good idea. What, what can I do? It's going to require. <laughs> what can I do? I meant, I pulled up a really cool insult, too. <laughs> pulled up an insult. So I look at Alice and I and look at me like, hey, you idiotic sphincter canoe. Sphincter canoe. I mean, I guess it does work. I can imagine it. A baboon has never looked so confused. I, uh, I mean, I can do another one. Wait, wait. Can you just read off a list of them? I'm yeah, excited. yeah, yeah. Hey, you lazy nut biscuit. <laughs> okay, wait, how about... What are these from? <laughs> <laughs> Here's one. Hey, you elitist rectum hammer. Elitist rectum hammer was the name of my dad's <laughs> band, actually. What's the name of my dad? Hey, man, this worked at the pub. I don't understand. <laughs> I am easily impressed. Uh, <laughs> the name of our, our marriage counseling book. <laughs> I am easily impressed. <laughs> Go ahead and roll your inspiration die so we can see how much her attack suffers. Oh, I have to roll? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we have to roll. Jess. <laughs> 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 oh, it's just so well timed. Just so yeah, you gotta roll. <laughs> okay, um <laughs> just wait until you finish. Like I got four. Cool, so that's what I have to subtract. 
All right, and what is your ace? Uh, oh, I need you to roll a uh, strength athletics, Harold. Uh-oh. She's throwing the dagger at your hands, trying to get you to fall. Oh. She will probably succeed. Uh, strength athletics. Ooh, I got a 19. All right, so she watches you like cling to the rungs of the ladder. You keep your place, and she kind of sighs, and she's like, was that the best you could do, holding onto the ladder with your strength? With that, she throws another dagger at you. So give me another check. Okay. <laughs> I'm wondering if, like, if we're back, if we're still in Dream World, if I could do something cool. Maybe that's what we should be doing. What do you want to do? Um. Oh man, I want to use my dexterity to cat to just catch her dagger and toss it to the side. Go for it. It's a dex saving throw. 22. So you watch as as the dagger flies out. Can you go ahead and describe your action? He would like lean out. I guess he knows it's coming for his hand, so he would wait till, and then he would just kind of like spin around and grab it, and if he can capture it, he would toss it and just toss it down. Kind of full well knowing that it's just going to go right back to her hand anyways, and make eye contact while doing it. Yeah, so you, yeah, you let it slip right past the blade, and you grab the handle, and just crash to the ground. Um, what's everyone's passive perception? 20. All right. Well, uh, <laughs> my passive perception is a hot shit. Oh, it's a 13, actually. 13. So, Layla, you're the only one that could notice. She has her hand extended the whole time, and it almost you can see her hand ever so slightly pull back, and you watch as the dagger speed slows down, too. You're not sure that Harold could have pulled this off unless she was trying to make that happen. But Harold ah, just crashes into the ground. I got this. Harold is (laughs) killing this test. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And with that, she climbs up the ladder even more until she's out of sight. She's on one of those platforms. Hopscotch. Well, I guess if everybody's trying to go up this ladder, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll go there. Yep, so you move forward and you can get up about 10 feet this round. Anything else you want to do? Okay, yeah, then I want to dash. I just want to get to where the action is. Yep, so you watch as Hopscotch quickly runs and then starts climbing up the ladder as fast as possible. Um, as fast as a baboon, really. And uh, <laughs> his climb speeds aren't slower on ladders. Hey, now. Um, <laughs> And then you're up there. So you see, uh, once you get up there, it's just open space. It's not like a sky or anything. It's just, and there are Hmm. platforms all over. In fact, you're on the same platform as Alice. And she kind of just starts to study you and kind of gets low. She's got her daggers out. She's in some kind of combat stance. And she is assessing. Can I, like... Pose like <laughs> what like, kind of pose? You know, <laughs> like just you know, like sticking out my chest a little bit. Be like, hey, you can look at this. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. She seems unaffected, but yes. Yeah, I mean that's fine. Take it in. I know it takes time. You just gotta soak <laughs> it all in. <laughs> Dyson, this is a dream. So I'm wondering if I could abuse that dream logic. And 
just fucking leap up to her platform. So make a strength athletics check. I believe I can fly. I get advantage, thank God. That's <laughs> even worse. I got ten. <laughs> so you watch this. <laughs> Dyson kind of crouches low, bends his knees, and then ah! and screams, but only jumps like... You know, like a foot off the ground or whatever. All right, I'm going to start climbing then if I can. <laughs> <laughs> and then he just kind of dashes oh. over to, like, walks over to a ladder and begins climbing. God damn it. <laughs> Layla? I want to finish climbing up the ladder. So you climb up the rest of the ladder, and then you're on a platform, but you're on a separate platform from where the action is. Okay. I'll try to jump. I am as strong as a baboon. <laughs> I believe in you. Whether I'm a baboon or not. <laughs> I'm going to use my inspiration for that one. <laughs> that was four minus one. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Okay. Um, it's, uh, it's ten. A lot of bad jumps today. <laughs> we got Hopscotch can see uh, this baboon known as Layla is up there. <laughs> And she starts taking off, and she's on a whole different platform, but that's not going to stop her. What is going to stop her is gravity, as she misses her jump and plummets to the ground. Also, I, I, as, I just want to as a druid, I can decide whether my equipment is formed into me, and I just want to say she's holding her, her fucking quarterstaff and her tail. Oh, so like Rafiki misses I was going to say she's Rafikiing it. <laughs> Oh, fucking Rafiki. Oh. Rafiki crashes into the ground, does not know the way for four damage. <laughs> Great. Fantastic. Oh, I'm I'm out as a baboon then. I'm no longer a baboon. You know, and once she crashes into the ground, she's like That's the end she, of Rafiki. She draws back to Layla. Harold. I would finish climbing up the ladder. Am I relatively close enough to take a shot? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, then I will take a shot. And I'll uh, make her my planar enemy. Uh, 14. That does not. So you watch as she just moves out of the way. The bullet races past Hopscotch. What a pose, though. (laughs) (laughs) It was too distracting. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and Harold would be like, nice pose, Hopscotch. Tasted. And so it's a new round, and Alice looks at Hopscotch, and she says, What is your plan? What are you thinking here? What do you want to accomplish up here? Oh, man. <laughs> That's where you're wrong. <laughs> she just kind of, her eyes narrow, and she, her head tilts. You can't predict the unpredictable, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, Alice, I mean, uh, what do you want me to say? She kind of looks around. <laughs> she rushes forward, and then she successfully, like, she she does, like, a tumble, and then she wraps her legs around the, uh, your ankles, essentially. Okay. Uh, I need you to make a strength saving throw. Well, I'm done. <laughs> What'd you roll? A five. My strength is negative one. Hey. And it looks like she, on some level, you get the idea that she knew that. Like, she really forced you to use your strength. And (laughs) you you crash into the platform. And then she says, 
stop thinking that you're here using your body in the ways that the physical world limits you. And with that, she makes another attack. I need you to make a athletics check. Can we just say I don't make it? No, I got 15. She starts to stand up almost, and then when she's halfway up, she falls on her back, and she uses both of her feet to kick you off the side. Eight damage as you crash into the ground. After that, Harold. This is going well. Um, Harold's putting together that there's a lesson he should be learning, but he's not quite sure what the lesson is yet. So he's going to try to take another shot at her, knowing that he's she's coming for him next, probably, unless he can buy some time. <laughs> Seven plus nine, 16. That is almost close enough. And you watch as instead of like trying to rely on her armor or simply dodging it, she takes uh, her dagger and throws it on the ground and it bounces up and takes the shot and deflects it. And then she stares at you expectantly. I think I'm kind of getting it. But that ball is going to (laughs) hurt. Hopscotch. Post ground. So she says I'm not supposed to use the physical? She was questioning why you keep trying to. So I can just make shit up then? So then why can't I just do a performance and act like I'm a big dragon that, like, breathes fire on her? Well, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Big dragon. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, I got uh, uh, 12, and then I'm going to also inspire with my performance. I'm going to inspire uh, Harold. All right, so yeah, so the first thing you do is you look up into the skies and you go. (laughs) But. It did sound like a real dragon. It just sounded like a baby dragon. Babies are cute. Yeah, yeah, it's it's cute. I've seen Harry Potter. They can still make fire. You hold the note, (laughs) as it were. It's a little... (laughs) This this takes back to a time when Harold was spending time with the other enslaved goblins, Mm -hmm. and they would play a game called Imagine Dragons. uh, (laughs) No. (laughs) And so it takes him back to childhood youth and the imagination, and he's starting to put together that he's still in a dream. Yep. And then Dyson. All right, I'm gonna try jumping on the. I'm gonna try and jump all the way up to the ladder again. Ooh, twenty-five. Yep. So he watches. Dyson kind of crouches low, and you guys are waiting for him to essentially like just do his little little bunny hop again. And then suddenly he just launches up, flies past the ladder, and then kind of like at the very last second grabs the last rung and pulls himself the rest of the way, and you crash onto the platform. Yeah. Awesome. And so she turns around, and she's, she looks a little impressed, and she's like, all right, all right. But did you have to use your strength for that, she asks. The question might actually gnaw at you a little bit. Yeah. Layla. Okay. Um, I would like to kind of move towards that entanglement that should still be there and uh, I want to see if I can get the vines to like hold me and extend me all the way up to like move me up onto the platform alright so give me a nature roll give me a nature check natural 20 alright so um, 
the vines wrap around you ever so gently and the roots and then they lift you up and place you on one of the platforms and then they pull themselves up and they kind of just stand behind you threatening and she starts to nod alright and then it's her turn she seems impressed and she kind of smiles and then she jumps down and she's coming after Hopscotch so she crashes down on top of Hopscotch and then takes her daggers and uses each dagger to pierce your armor like to pierce your clothing but your hands are pinned can I do a, an insult? yep Looks like I have to use cutting words on you while you try to cut me. (laughs) (laughs) So there. I got three. All right. So she pins one of your hand, one of your, uh, one of your arms, but the other one, she's like, what? And then like, it throws her off her game just a (laughs) second, and she misses with the other one. Nice. And then it's Harold's turn. You know what? Harold doesn't like. Not hopscotch. Because hopscotch is cool. Hopscotch is Harold's boy. Yeah. Uh, so Harold is gonna oh, this is probably dumb. Uh, yeah, so Harold's Harold feels inspired because uh, you know, hopscotch was just a baby dragon, so he's gonna hop down and essentially <laughs> barrel flips when he gets near the bottom. Pushes off and crashes into her to push her away from Hopscotch. Oh, nice. Okay, so what do you want to roll? So I could I could do like an acrobatics check. Yep. Harold is sees Hopscotch in trouble. He doesn't think a bullet's gonna help. He knows like that's not gonna slow her down. So he spins his gun, puts it up, and he just full on takes off. He goes to jump to essentially like roll and push off and push back into her. And I did really bad. So I'm going to also use my little point of um, my D6 of inspiration that Hopscotch gave me. That is a six. So 13. So you rush forward and then you hop off the platform, but then you grab onto the essentially the cusp, the lip of the other platform and uh, use it kind of like almost like a vine, like you swing with it. And then that gives you enough momentum to crash into the ground and then roll and like a bowling ball, (laughs) knock Alice off of hopscotch. Thanks, bro. And she's she's genuinely surprised by this. (laughs) (laughs) Alice stands up and she says, okay, 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 that's enough. She kind of folds her arms and she says, Are you hurt? And she looks at you and she says, What? I mean, (laughs) look at the spear. This, what, this did. Oh, and she stands up and she kind of brushes herself off and she's fine. Oh. Yeah, Harold would help Hopscotch up. Thanks, man. I come out of my rage. What's up, Wes? Just the idea that he was like, are you hurt? <laughs> like, in his rage. <laughs> then, okay, <laughs> calm down. <laughs> so I was it- coming down. I was, I was... I was parking. I care a lot when I rage. Kind of thing. <laughs> are you hurt? It's like, I'm mad hurt? because I care about you. Um, but yeah, she says, he's like, I can work with this if 
you're willing to train. Okay. Yes. I'm excited. Yeah, I see we have a lot to learn. <laughs> Looks to have scotch. Oh, what? I didn't know you were looking at me. <laughs> it's just like, do you want to train, basically? Like, you gave a little speech just now. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sure. Uh, I mean, I totally assumed that you wanted to keep looking at all this. So, let's do this. <laughs> With that, you begin your training. And it's because it's a dream. You're not sure how long you've uh, spent here. But over the course of the time, she teaches you a couple of things. One of the things that she is really trying to drill into you is that she says that Mercurius itself is a lot more flexible. So you're able to do certain things like catch daggers that you wouldn't normally be able to do in the best of dreams. But one thing that she teaches you during this training is that when you're in a dream and you're aware of what's going on, the better you can imagine something, the more flexible your approach to the situation can be. So mechanically, what she's trying to teach you is that if you can explain it properly, if you can imagine it properly, you don't have to use the the abilities tied to your skills. So you don't need, if I call for an athletics check, if you can describe it differently, you don't have to use strength. Just like you guys did when Phelan was falling. That's kind of the bulk of what she's trying to teach you. And you're, it's not, you're not sure how long it took you, but eventually that training ends. And she says, I've done my best. And I guess with that, you're all dream walkers. Yeah. And she puts her daggers away. So what that means is that you can change your background now to the Dreamwalker background if you so choose. You don't have to. You can keep your own backgrounds. If you choose the Dreamwalker background, then what that means is you can choose any two skills. Also, she hands out four potions, and she explains these are potions of restful sleep. The moment you drink them, you fight it, you will fall into a deep sleep. And for you, that will bring you back to the dreaming. If you only have one, don't use it unless you have to. The background feature is lucid dreaming. When in the dreaming, you may choose which ability you would like to use for your skill check, provided you can describe it adequately to the DM. You don't have to change your background, but this is a background you can take. As she's handing you the potions, the door almost like bursts open. As the door bursts open, someone kind of tumbles in. Their clothes hang from their thin, fragile frame as this desperate person kind of tries to find their footing and stand before you. Skin as gray as a long-faded portrait with impossibly large eyes bulbing out of their head. Their ears are long as they are thin, and their mouth is more of a slit than anything. They wear black robes with a long white scarf that drapes low on both sides. On their head is a leather headband with a green jewel in the center surrounded by runes. And a monocle swings wildly as they kind of stumble into the room. And they're like, help, I don't, I don't know where I am, but I desperately need someone's help. I, I was looking for help and somehow I ended up here. I don't quite understand. Someone please help me. And that's where we're going to stop tonight. Shit. 
Thanks for listening to Season 4, Episode 10, Go Ask Alice. If you like what you heard, consider becoming a patron over at patreon.com worldwalkers. Not only will you gain access to early episodes, homebrew rules, and behind-the-screen info, you'll be wrapped in an intense feeling of personal satisfaction. Thanks to Kevin McLeod, Alexander Hoff, and Shane Ivers for the music in this episode. Thanks also to Sirenscape for providing sound effects. You can find links to their work in the show notes. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> Will they sue if I put that in the outtakes? Yeah, probably. All right, cool. <laughs> Damn. You should just do the first part. It's like, and just see if anybody gets it. Okay. Because real <laughs> fans will know it just from that that opening. Yeah. Yeah. So it'll do that and I'll be like, the rest is edited due to copyright reasons. <laughs> uh, but do it in your Kermit the Frog voice. Yeah. Kermit the Frog. Your- the rest <laughs> is... Urban due to copyright problems. <laughs> I can't do the voice. Yeah. There you go. Paul Williams wrote all of those songs, and Paul Williams is the guy that founded that organization that like goes around and sues bars for like letting cover bands play their music or like, like ASCAP or whatever. Or no, that's not ASCAP. It's asshole. Yeah. <laughs> Something that does so not close. exist in this millennia. No, but um <laughs> we got a guy at work, he wants to play drums in, in our uh, um children's theme music and song cover band i want you to do this so bad we're gonna do emma otter gonna do gummy bears do you have anyone (laughs) else besides him nope frank you gotta stop doing that i keep thinking you're gonna burn yourself where did you just put that lit match i'm kind of just convinced that all cats are now knobby from zelda Yeah, that's actually what it's like. Fair. You can jump. I know I can jump. I've been jumping for the last two hours. That's how I travel. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I exclusively side jump across Hyrule. That's the only way to breathe. That's that's how everybody travels across it. I mean, whenever you can somersault instead of walk, you somersault. Yeah, it's it's math. As long as it's not slower, even if it's not faster, even if it's like one frame faster, you somersault. Yeah, like... It takes it, it takes like a good twenty seconds for Epona to show up. I like how you didn't even spell Kaye Ocho right. That is how you spell Kaye Ocho. No. No, it's C A L L E. What were you guys looking at? His fucking character sheet on D and D Beyond. Wait, I spelled Kaye Ocho wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it's not Kaye. It's Kaye, like C A L L L E. Why are the L's there if I can't if I don't say them? Because it's Spanish. Motherfuckers. It's a letter in Spanish. Kaye. <laughs> Look, if it's not spelled and pronounced phonetically, I'm out. Oh, I I took a wild guess. Frank, why are you sleeping with knives? How I, many knives do you have in your bed? They're just laying on his bed. <laughs> he just moves the side. Just knives. <laughs> this is my collection. Right, is this your cry for help? There's no cry for help. I'm not crying. She's grabbing Wait, someone's ankle. Isn't one of those like a steak <laughs> knife or something? Yeah, it's a Ginsu. Why is it knife? On your Yeah, it's bed? a Ginsu. Oh, because it was on the floor, so I picked it up so I wouldn't step on it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs>
good. But it was on the floor at some point. Yeah, I had to cut something. I, didn't have my, I, I mean, I everyone has a floor knife. <laughs> you guys. So what we're saying is that you should watch Willow at our house. Oh, my God. Yeah, it's officially she's not coming over to your place anymore. It is not child safe. <laughs> it is. You have knives on the floor, Frankie. You have a knife on the floor. You got a knife on the bed. Where else are the knives? It was my room. And just because I was moving stuff around, I must have knocked it on the ground. That's true. I would never let her. Dude, in your room why is it in your room to begin because with? Because I had to cut something. And then I left it on the floor. Buy scissors. You're, wait, you had to cut something, but yeah, you don't have scissors. And you already have a knife in there. They, those are cooking scissors. Yeah. Knives why did you need to bring in the knife from the Why kitchen? Why did you need the second knife? You already have a knife. Find in the there. other knife. Don't they hide your knives, kitchen. man. I didn't like, hide it. I just put it. <laughs> I didn't do it on purpose. I just don't know where my knives are. I just lost. Which is the beginning no, of the conversation. My, oh my, my place is totally child friendly. Like, yeah. I don't know where my knives are. But I don't know where my knives are. <laughs> but I don't like, have kids in my room. Yeah. <laughs> Frankie in the middle of the night. Most people are afraid to step on a Lego. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got another knife through off. my foot. <laughs> I should have wrapped it in whale blubber. <laughs> <laughs> Sexual harassment from Hopscotch. <laughs> oh. So I, I'm sorry. I did not yeah. mean for the sexual harassment to come across as sexual harassment. Just for the record, I Harold's, do, re- I do respect Harold, yeah. you and your daggers. If anyone felt like they were being harassed, then <laughs> I apologize. <laughs> I want to start a conversation, <laughs> and more Too importantly, real. I want to listen. Too real. <laughs> In the comfort of my room. I like to think it pans over and Harold has like the employee handbook. Like, open, <laughs> and it's just like, mm, I've got you have broken a lot of these rules already. I just, it's not, a, it's not to be a sexual right. thing. Time for the like, show. It's just, this is a thing of beauty that all people can appreciate. <laughs> we talked about the other day how like, Jess just wants to play a bro. Is there a knife? I need a new chair. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. (laughs) Oh my god. Was it actually a fucking No, no. Wait, what was it? fire. Oh, it was fire. That's the last time I build my desk out of knives.